from just a few key roles in her acting career, the Polish beauty Ingrid Pitt became one of horror's greatest female icons on the big screen. Here, I'll be taking a look at her celebrated horror and fantasy roles. My name is Stephen Archibald, and welcome to my movie podcast. Welcome to They Came From Within Cult Movie Reviews The Cult Movies of Ingrid Pitt The Hammer Movies, The Vampire Lovers and Countess Dracula are enough by themselves to grant Ingrid Pitt an eternal place in the hearts of us horror fans. However, she appeared in a number of other interesting genre movies. Ingrid's earliest, quite possibly first horror outing, was in a 1966 Spanish film called Sound of Horror, in which she was part of a group of treasure hunters who fall foul of a deadly creature. Ingrid increased her profile by then appearing in the musical comedy a Funny Thing Happens on the Way to the Forum in 1966, before going on to put in a memorable performance as Heidi Schmidt in the popular Second World War movie Where Eagles Dare from 1968. Prior to hooking up with Hammer Film Productions, Miss Pitt appeared in a low-budget movie with a sci-fi slant. In The Omegans, Made in 1968, she portrayed an unfaithful wife who bathes in a radioactive river and winds up aging rapidly, which has ironic echoes of her future role in Countess Dracula. The most remarkable thing about the film is that it was directed by a man called Willie Lee Wilder, who happened to be the far lesser known brother of the brilliant Hollywood director, Billy Wilder. And then we arrive at The Vampire Lovers from 1970, where Ingrid is mesmerizing as the timeless vampire, Mircala stroke Carmela. Sheridan Le Fanu's 1872 tale, Carmela, was brought to the silver screen with an erotic charge, thanks almost entirely to Ingrid. As the New York Times film critic A.H. Wyler stated in a contemporary review, The Vampire Lovers is a departure from the hackneyed bloody norm, professionally directed, opulently staged and sexy to boot. In the lead role, the relatively new Ingrid exuded the sort of confidence you'd expect from someone who'd been making pictures for years 
and she was completely unfazed by the nude scenes, which were a first for Hammer. Ingrid took centre stage again in Countess Dracula from 1971, played almost in the style of an adult fairy tale. It follows a reworking of the fiendish exploits of the Hungarian Countess Elizabeth Bartori. Her sadistic character, here known as Countess Elizabeth Nadasdi, is obsessed with murder and blood. After discovering that bathing in the blood of virgins restores her youth, Ingrid provided another excellent performance here. In fact, she felt that she did her best work in Countess Dracula. Ingrid stated this in an interview she gave in 2000. However, she also expressed some misgivings. She was not ecstatic about her voice being dubbed and she believed that intercutting some of her most dramatic scenes resulted in them losing their power. I've done a podcast on this particular film and one on the vampire lovers where I delve much further and I explore Ingrid's eventful life on the one for Countess Dracula. Miss Pitt's next genre assignment was in Amicus's The House That Dripped Blood from 1971. Here she plays Carla Lind, an actress who goes out with a vain, egotistical actor named Paul Henderson, who was played by the wonderful John Pertwee, who was clearly cast against type. The couple are making a vampire movie, and let's just say someone's fangs turn out to be all too real. Ingrid's a delight in this entertaining horror anthology movie, which was directed by Peter Duffel, and it was nice to see her on screen, dressed in chic contemporary clothing. Ingrid's next appearance was in a true bona fide cult classic, Robin Hardy's The Wicker Man from 1973. In this chilling tale, an innocent policeman, played by Edward Woodward, investigates the disappearance of a young girl on a Scottish island called Summer Isle. The inhabitants are pagans who, let's just say, have something very specific in mind for him. In it, Ingrid plays a librarian who's as seductive as she is sinister. I can't speak for you, but a strict yet earthy librarian sounds like my ideal. Her role isn't big, but it's very memorable. Miss Pitt didn't make all that many horror or fantasy films after this. She put in a highly welcome appearance in a little-known English horror movie from 1985 called Underworld, aka Transmutations. 
written by the great Clive Barker, no less. It's about a lone adventurer, portrayed by Larry Lamb, who has to deal with disfigured mutants, which were created by a mad doctor, in his attempt to rescue an upmarket prostitute, who's played by Nicola Cowper. Ingrid portrays a brothel madam called Pepperdine. Otherwise, in the 1980s, she was more likely to surface in thriller or war movies, such as Wild Geese 2 from 1985 and the Brian Brown vehicle Parker from 1986. Plus, she was in Hannah's War, which was made in 1988. During this decade, she gave a fine performance in the 1982 action flick Who Dares Wins, aka The Final Option, where Ingrid played Helga, a member of a terrorist gang who think they can outwit Lewis Collins' SAS man, Captain Peter Skellen. Ingrid went off the radar until we arrived in the noughties, during which she took part in the films The Asylum in 2000, Minotaur in 2006, The Hammer Revival Picture, Beyond the Rave in 2008, and finally Sea of Dust, which also came out in 2008. The Asylums, about a young girl called Jenny, who has disturbing dreams about killing her mother as a child. Jenny was played by Ingrid's own daughter Stephanie. As for Beyond the Rave, it was originally a MySpace serial, which was eventually given a limited DVD release. Ingrid's brief appearance as a criminal's mother was cut from the movie and placed as an extra on the disc. Her final feature-length movie, Scott Bunt's Sea of Dust, is said to be a heartfelt tribute to Hammer and the works of Mario Bava. The marvellous Ingrid also provided a number of TV shows with a considerable presence. She was in an episode of Ironside and of Jason King. She even appeared in two ITC productions, The Adventurer and The Zoo Gang, and was in a Series 4 episode of the British anthology drama thriller in 1975, entitled Where the Action Is. Ingrid was also seen in the peculiar metaphysical drama Artemis 81 in 1981, along with Sting and Hal Bennett. Further still, Miss Pitt appeared in the classy spy drama Smiley's People in 1982, starring Alec Guinness. And, to rub a stamp, her icon status, she appeared in not one, but two Doctor Who adventures. Ingrid was the Queen of Atlantis in The Time Monster from 1972, and in Warriors of the Deep from 1984, she was the villainous Doctor Solo. The talented Miss Pitt was also a respected writer and columnist, and she penned a number of well-received novels, commencing with the lively adventure Cuckoo Run 
1980. It's said that the film producer Cubby Broccoli referred to its central female character, Nina Dalton, as a female Bond. Could we one day see a movie version, perhaps? The courageous Ingrid Pitt was the survivor of a Nazi concentration camp. No wonder she had such a resilient, redoubtable nature, unafraid to explore or express. Sadly, she departed from this world on the 23rd of November, 2010. At the age of 73, we may never see anyone quite like her again. I'm Stephen Archibald, and thank you very much for listening to my podcast, They Came From Within, Cult Movie Reviews. Please feel free to like or subscribe, and YouTube listeners can find all of my podcasts on most podcast sites. Stay well, and goodbye for now.